If you are looking for growth, if you are looking for transformation, if you are looking to step into your main character era, look no further than The Green Room. DM me on socials to find out more about my all-new community available at just 99 cents a month for my first 100 subscribers. Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Girlfriend's Guide to Starting Over podcast, and I'm your host, Kayla. And in this episode, we are going to talk briefly about high-functioning anxiety and some strategies that I have used to help reduce and kind of curb my anxiety over the last couple of years. Now, some of you might be wondering, Kayla, what is high-functioning anxiety? And thanks to social media and movies and books, when most people think of anxiety, they think of really debilitating traits like the girl who's breathing into the paper bag or complaints of having an elephant on your chest and sweaty palms and all those things. And honestly, that's panic. And that's really a completely different thing for a whole nother episode. High functioning anxiety is going to look like, uh, honestly, you might not recognize it as anxiety. I didn't recognize it as anxiety. In fact, people just thought that I was really, really a perfectionist and kind of irritable all the time. And the truth of the matter is I was anxious. And that's because it looks like high achieving. It looks very well organized, always punctual. Um, It looks like procrastination followed by this huge burst or period of goal-oriented behavior. And you're really anchoring down and getting things done. It looks like uh, overthinking or ruminating on the what ifs or what could have gone better. Really having a hard time being pleased with things because the perfectionism really kicks in. So if this kind of sounds like you, then tune in because we're going to talk about three strategies that I have used over the last couple of years and as of late when my anxiety gets high because it still does in order to curb that. Um, I forgot to mention another thing that people with high functioning anxiety often has is um, mental and physical fatigue. Because the act of worrying constantly is exhausting. It is mentally exhausting. And when you're mentally exhausted, that typically shifts into physical ailments like stomach aches, headaches. You know, your heart is racing all the time. Like you're just tired. You are tired. So that is another thing. All right. So let's dive into some of these strategies, okay? So my personal favorite is grounding. I talk about this with my clients. I talk about this with my patients. But grounding is a process of bringing yourself to the here and now. It is literally mindfulness instead of having your mind full. It's being mindful, like one word instead of two words. Um, So when you ground, what you're going to want to do is place your feet flat on the ground. You're going to want to be seated. Um, Sit up really good, straight and tall. And you are going to want to take some deep breaths. You're going to breathe in through your nose, fill your lungs as much as you possibly can, and you're going to exhale. And you're going to do those breaths two or three times and slowly open your eyes. Now, during this process, I want you to use your five senses. Look around. What are five things that you can see? And take your time to name those things. What are four things that you can hear? Mm-hmm. What are three things that you can feel? What are two things that you can smell? What's one thing that you can taste? 
Go through your five senses. And that's how you ground yourself to being right where you are. And it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. You can literally feel your toes wiggling in your shoes. You can feel the hair sticking to the back of your neck. It can be anything, but it takes you from that ruminating thought process where things are mulling over and over and over to where you are and who you are and what's happening in this very moment. Okay. So that's called the act of grounding. Number two is box breathing. I practice box breathing pretty frequently because you don't need anything special to do box breathing, okay? You are going to want to get into a comfortable position. So it could be that same position where your feet are flat, you're sitting up really, you know, straight and tall. It may be a a position where you're going to lean back a little bit, close your eyes, and you are going to focus on your breath. And I'll tell you this, sis, if you are focusing on your breath, it's hard to focus on anything else. But when you box breathe, you literally breathe into a square. You're going to breathe in to the count of four. So breathe in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, and hold it, two, three, four, breathe in. And you're going to repeat this cycle. I like to repeat this cycle between four and six times. And then I open my eyes. And I kind of center myself. And maybe from that exercise, I move into grounding. But regardless, when you are focusing on that breath, it is really hard to think of anything else. Now, I might turn on some worship music or ocean sounds or some sort of calming music while I'm doing this breathing process. However, whatever you need to do. But focusing on your breathing is going to, again, bring you to the here and now. It stops all of the extra because when you're counting, you can't think of anything else, okay? Lastly, we are going to talk a little bit about getting outside. So for me, when I get super anxious, It doesn't matter where I am. I feel like I need to change locations. And so that might look like me getting up and pacing around in the hallway. I might take a walk around the hospital. But if I can, if it's in my possibility, I get outside. And so the moment that you walk outside, the air is fresh. I really reflect on how cool or warm it is outside. If I'm in the position, I take my shoes off. I feel my toes in the grass. I look up at the sky. I'm looking at the clouds. I'm looking at the stars. And I recognize how small I am in relation to the world around me. Now, during this time, one of my favorite things to do is something that I learned from Mel Robbins. So as I am either walking outside or pacing in the hall, I often put my hand on my heart so that I can feel my heartbeat. And yeah, at some point it might be racing, but I say to myself, as Mel says in her book, and I'm not sure if it's the high five habit or if it is her other book, but you say, I'm okay, I'm safe, I'm loved. And I repeat that over and over and over. And that is my mantra. I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm loved. I also have a list of affirmations um, that if you are interested in, I will drop it in the show notes. But stating affirmations to confirm that you are okay is an excellent way to usher in the calm, to usher in the peace. And just remind yourself that this is not a bad life. This doesn't even necessarily have to be a bad day. This is just a bad moment and you can overcome it. So if you're functioning with high or high functioning with anxiety, 
So if you are like me and you walk around with high functioning anxiety, these are just three strategies that I use to keep my calm. And when you master your emotions, as we talked about last week, these episodes of anxiety that are not necessarily debilitating, but they interrupt your day and they kind of throw you off your square are going to become more and more far in between. So they don't happen as often, but you feel like you are prepped and you are ready for when they come and you're not off your square as long as you are or you have been in the past. So yeah, I hope that this helps. I love you, girl. I can't wait to see you, girl. And we will chat in the next one.